Leader Talk. 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 Hi everyone, my name is Natalie Dawson. Welcome to Leader Talk. This show is proudly brought to you by Brainiac. Each week we are meeting with incredible leaders from around the world to discuss all things leadership and business insights. Each person coming on this talk show has given up their valuable time for one very clear purpose, to give back to small and medium business owners. Many of us will agree that one of the key responsibilities of leaders is the ability to safely lead their teams to a successful destination. Unfortunately, some leaders will fail, especially if they overlook the fact that people follow leaders who serve a similar purpose to them. Today, my co-host, CEO of Peerlight, Gus Arianto and I are fortunate to chat to our guest speaker, Ahmed Abazi, Executive Director of Competitions and Football Development at the Qatar Stars League. Ahmed is widely recognised as an experienced leader with a proven history of talent and passion in the sporting industry. Ahmed excels in all areas involving leadership, strategy, football management and governance. And Ahmed is here today to share his insights about the importance of leading with purpose, as well as the importance of investing in our youth for future generations. Welcome to the show, Ahmed. Thank you. It's a pleasure and honor to be here. Welcome, Ahmed. Thank you for donating your time. Thanks, Gustav. Pleasure to be here. Thank you. And Ahmed, we always begin Leader Talk with asking our, our guests two fun questions. So we have prepared yours here. And the first one we'd love to ask you is, who is your favorite football player and why? Good question. Um, my favorite football player of all times is Zinedine Zidane. Um, and the reason for that is he's, he's always... Uh, he was brilliant on the pitch. He was a leader, uh, without without showing off. He was he was so humble, um, and he was he was always um, under control of the whole pitch, in, in one way or another. Uh, so he was like um, you know in, in an orchestra. You know he was he, he's he's the guy who gave the the the, tack, the tempo, and and that was just uh, amazing. Um, so yeah, Zinedine Zidane is is. Is my my favorite player of all times. Have you met him by any chance? I met him ten years ago, actually. But we, yeah, so we have we had a we had a very short ch- uh, chat, and uh, he's he's very humble, very humble. Right. And we have to ask, what is your favorite sport other than football? I do a lot of um, functional training, so I'm 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 very I'm very focused into football. But any any other sport does not take my my uh, my attention. I do functional training, so but but that I do for for myself. For you know, I I enjoy, I enjoy doing that. I tried some other sports, but uh, I think I, I should stick to football. <laughs> That's uh, <laughs> I agree. I love football. Before we start asking you some additional questions, Ahmed, we were hoping you can just introduce yourself. Tell us a bit about yourself for everyone listening. Cool. <laughs> That's that's probably the most difficult question uh, somebody somebody can ask me. You can ask me anything other than this question. Um, I don't like to talk about myself. I am um, I'm just me. So I, I don't know what what I can say about myself. Actually, um, I enjoy playing football. I enjoy being around people, fun people, and uh, I enjoy I enjoy change. So I, I enjoy I enjoy leading change with a good group of of people for. Um, for a better norm, so I, I, I challenge the status quo. I, I don't believe in the status quo. I don't believe that we should stick to the status quo, and um, that is what I do. Wow. That's that's the most I can say about myself. <laughs> that's that's just incredible. You know, uh, Natalie asked you a simple question: uh, Who's your favorite football player, and why? And the first. Thing comes from you is he's humble, yet he's he's in control of the field. Uh, and then you talking about yourself. Uh, I'm me, but I'm so uh, passionate about changing people for the better outcome by challenging the status quo. Love leading change. Like uh, your answer, I think the next one hour will be a great one, Natalie, uh, because <laughs> I'm sure. uh, you share. Sure. Yeah. 
Definitely. Wow. And, you know, Ahmed, when I was doing some research about you, uh, when I was preparing for today, I had a look at your LinkedIn profile and something that really caught my eye directly under your name you had, it read, inspiring people to inspire others to do great for the world. It's exactly what Gus has just said now. Can you explain to everyone and to us what you mean by this? Yeah, so I, I believe that we can always improve everything. Um, I believe that there are a lot of things in the world that, that must be that must be improved, that must be developed, and um, and we all have a, a stake in it. So we, we, we all have to um, to take action, to uh, to understand, to learn, to work together, to synergize towards uh, towards creating a better world. Um, so I believe that um, the best way to do that is to create better leaders. So that's why um, that's why my 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 purpose actually is to um, to create a better world um, by by creating by enhancing social, economic, and uh, uh, environmental sustainability globally. Uh, of course, this sounds very very big, and and, and nobody can do that um, alone. So we we all have to do that together. But how can we do that? How can we influence the most people? Um, we need better leaders. We need more leaders that are capable of inspiring um a, a lot of people to um to move uh, and that's why you know I, I what what i like what i really like to do is to inspire people to inspire others so inspiring people to be better uh, will will inspire them to um, um to inspire a lot of other people and all together we can create a better world wow that's very nice Ahmed. inshallah uh yeah. Um, you know, when we hear about inspiring people, just like when someone said to me, uh, you know, uh, we need to be passionate. Uh, the reality is inspiring people. And I, I believe, this is my belief, the audience, uh, a lot of audience will think about inspiring people means you have to be in front of people, talking loudly, asking people for clapping. Yep. People come in a different shape of capability. Uh, are you agree with me that inspiring, not necessarily by uh, talking if you don't like talking, because some people don't like to talk in front of people, but you can inspire people by your actions, by sharing your knowledge, by teaching others, by, you know, um, is that what you mean by inspiring, inviting people to inspire by uh increasing the sharing of the expertise and the capability yes uh, inspiring actually is much much easier and simpler than uh, a lot of people think it's not about public speaking it's not about pr it's not about um telling people what to do it is it is firstly it is it is to understand why we do what we do and you 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 spread that in one way or another So um, if we if we want to inspire people to be happy, you don't you don't have to make a speech. You just have to smile around. You just have to go and compliment people. You just um, have to be nice to people, and you you will inspire. If you inspire one person and that person inspires ten, you're 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 you did a great job, and you never know who you can inspire. So uh, it, sometimes it's by actions, sometimes it's by speeches, sometimes it's by uh, reactions. So sometimes. If you don't do anything, you inspire people. So there's a difficult situation that you're in. And by not doing anything, whereas everyone else would have done, uh, would have reacted differently, you inspired people to be calm, you inspired people to um, to have to to control their emotions in, 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 in difficult moments. So uh, you, there, there are at least a billion uh, ways to inspire people. Um, but it ultimately goes all back to the purpose. You, there's no purpose. There's no inspiration. Yes, wow, isn't it? Um, um, I'm learning as well, Ahmed. I mean, you are the first one that actually teach me to by saying that by doing nothing, you might be surprised that you can inspire people, especially when there is a lot of thunderstorm. If you actually running around and start doing speeches uh, when there is a thunderstorm, you actually <laughs> probably creating more problem by doing nothing and stay calm. Uh, you can inspire people as well. And, and that is just what a uh, great insight. And I agree with you when you said that there's a billion ways to inspire as long you have a purpose and know exactly why you're doing what you do. I write it here. Yeah. 
That's you know, you're clearly a really, you're a real passionate leader and with a really clear purpose. For those listening out there that aren't really sure what their purpose is, what would you say? Why is purpose so, why is it so important to understand purpose for yourself? It's the, it's, if, there, if there's one thing that we can choose in life that is the most important, it's to have a life purpose. We all have a life purpose. We're born with a life purpose. Well, we, we always have to understand it. Um, actually, when, when, when we're at the age of um, four or five, the, um, all day, you know, we ask, why? Why is the sky blue? Why do we have to go to school? Why is this like that? Why do I have to eat? Um, I don't want to eat, but why do I have to eat? So it's all about the purpose because you, we are born like that. We are born in a way that um, we have to understand why we do what we do to do it. Later on in life, un- unfortunately, the way life today is, um, it's more about the how and the what. So I don't really care why I'm working, but you know, I have to do this because everybody has to have a job. I don't really know why I go to school because I just have to. Everybody goes to school, right? But if I understand why I, I need to go to school, because I need to change the world tomorrow, I need to create a better future for for myself and my, and, my and, and the future generations, my perspective will change. If I go to university and I, I want to go to, to you know, I, I, I do this, uh, this major and this university uh, for my parents or for, for the diploma, for the name of the university, or because it's, it's well paid. Okay, you, I, I might succeed and I might get this job, and, but I won't be happy. I don't want to be, you know, I, I don't connect with... Um, with um, um, be, be being a doctor and saving lives. So although it's well paid, at the end, if I'm a doctor and I'm, I'm well paid, but every every single day I have to do this job, I won't like it the other way around. If my life purpose is to save lives and you know, it's, it's, a, it's a tough, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a big struggle to go through university, medical school um, at the end, you know, to, to go to more struggle, to create your clinic or to go, you know, doctor, doctors without borders, they're not even paid. But why do they do it? Because it's their life purpose. They understand that they're doing this to save lives. It's not to gain money. And those people who understand it, they live a happy life. And if somebody asks you, what's your purpose? You should not answer um, being happy or doing something for my family. That's just an effect. It's way bigger than that. It has to be something that it that is as as big as it can get, and it is. It has to be something that you know you, you feel the fire in you when you think about it. So it might be justice, it might be um, empowering people, might be uh, world peace, it might be environmental sustainability. So um, everybody has might have uh, different purposes, but if, once you understand your purpose. And for example, you go for a job interview, and you, you, know, you want to, you want to work for 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 a company, and the, the the purpose in reality is very far from your purpose. You will not enjoy the, the the job. You will not like it. So if again the person that we talked about earlier, um, who, who whose purpose is to save lives, gets a job as um, the CEO of Marlboro, very very well paid, it it wouldn't fit him. It wouldn't fit him or her. So, so this person, this person would go every day. You know, it's it's not my it's not me. It's not my life purpose. Uh, it's actually the contrary to mine. I'm, I'm mine is to save lives, and, and you know, this organization probably takes away lives. So, um, it's very important for us to understand our life life purpose. And my advice also to people um, that they need to understand the purpose of their organization. It's not all, most of the times, it's not as clear as we think. You need to understand it. And if it doesn't align with yours, you need to consider changing. And if you go to, a, if you go to, a, to an interview, th- this is one of the first questions. If, if I was looking for a job, I, I, would, I would ask the question, um, you know, what, what is, what is the, the purpose of, of the organization? Most, of, mo- most organizations don't know what the purpose is. They all have a purpose, but most of them, they don't know. Wow, such a strong, strong statement there. Um, you know, when we talk about purpose, 
um, sorry, I'm keep looking down because I'm trying to take notes. And every time I write notes, I delete the notes and I write the new one because because the context, while it's simple, I think everyone understands what purpose means, but executing that with discipline, trying to understand your purpose, organizational purpose, why you are exist in the first place, required a lot of investment of searching within yourself. Now, when we talk about purpose, some of the example that you give, for example, you know, to save life, a better world, to empower people, uh, that's a big, big statement. How do we start that pro- process, in your opinion, so we can find our purpose? Because uh, in the in the high level, it can be scary for some people. You know, mm, I want to save people, but uh, I'm scared of needles. Uh, I'm just giving a example. For example, I want I want to save people, but I'm scared of Uh, anything related to medical, for example, if I'm, I'm just talking. If someone want to do doctors, say people can be in a different ways. I, that's just an example. Do you have any tips how you, uh, you know, uh, reorganize your thinking so you can find your purpose? So, so first of all, if your if your life purpose is to save lives and you're afraid of needles, that's not a big deal because the most important thing is you know your life purpose. The how you can adapt it. So it might be it might be through needles, but it might be through a billion other ways. There are a billion other ways to fulfill your purpose. So um, the the how is not an issue once you know your why. How do you get to your why? It's it's um it's not an easy journey. It's not a quick journey. Um, you, you need to go very very deep, being self aware of yourself. What really triggers you? What's the what's the thing that you want to see in the world? What is your vision of, of the of the world? And we, we should not stay in the comfort zone and saying, okay, everything is good. I have a job. I have a family. I like to go to the beach. And that's it. There are people struggling out there. The environment is in a crisis. And there, you know, society has a billion problems. So you can't just say, I don't, I don't care about it. I'm, 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 I'm fine. So you, you need to understand what is, the, what is the one thing you stand for? What's your cause? And of course, it, you, you can't, most of the time, you don't just answer it like that. You have to think about it. You have to think about it very, very deeply. You have to challenge it. What I like to do always when I discuss with people, and, and I, I, can get, I can get very annoying with the, with the purpose discussion, but because I think it's so important and it's, 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 the, it's fundamental. So um, when, whenever they say something, I would say, okay, why? If, if, If you can still answer, then you're not there yet. But you're getting closer. You have to understand it has to be big. It has to be something globally. It has to be something for the world and not not just for yourself, because you you don't exist for yourself. Um, and and you know it's it's a deep discussion with yourself, and it's it's not with yourself and maybe even with with your peers, with your friends, with your family who have a similar mindset like, uh, like you, and and have a, have a have a discussion about it. What's what, what's your pur- what's the purpose of of what's the purpose of um of of, of your show, for example? I ask yes. both of you. So our purpose. What's your what, what's your purpose? Yes. Yeah. So it's funny when we talk about uh, leader talk. When four months ago, leader talk is not existed. Uh, it's it's actually a passion of Natalie, her husband Jared, uh, which is have another business called Braniac, and myself. Uh, uh, we say to each other, uh, we, we discuss a lot of things and then it's become our purpose. And we said, how can we do things for the world? Uh, the world is a bigger thing. There's children, there's businesses, there is people. And we said, you know what? We want to make a difference for small and medium business owners that are currently struggling all over the world by improving their knowledge, improving their knowledge so they can be a better leaders in their organization that capture a lot more people. And then we say to ourselves, but how do we capture that? How do we, how do we improve a small business in Qatar, a small business in Indonesia, 
a small business in Australia. How do we? How do three people that is sitting in our office in this computer inspire them? And we said, because the purpose is to bring insights, leadership, capability to them for free, non-commercials. The only way is we find leaders like yourself that want to genuinely donate their skill set, insight, capability for these people. That's our purpose. That you know what I have to agree with you. A lot of people ask both of us, Natalie and I, how do you do this? You have a job, and you do this constantly, every week, every month. How do you keep that? And I agree with you, Ahmed, that when you have a purpose, the how, it's a, it's suddenly popping up, isn't it, yeah. Natalie? Like suddenly we find we, like how yeah. do we could have how do we find we could have a really exhausting day and we have to go on air at nine o'clock at night due to time zones or something. And you know, Gus, we, but the moment we're on air, it's like because we love it and the passion's there and it's the purpose. We just do it, don't we, Gus? And afterwards, we're all buzzing. We've learned something. We've given back, and it's a great feeling. Yes, even like this right now, when you're talking about the purpose and you ask back that question to us, what is the purpose of this? It's it's so important that we come back to that because our purpose is to create a better world in business, especially small and medium business by sharing great insight from leaders all over the world because we do not want to just touch one countries we do not want to touch one organization we want to make sure that people can learn from each other so they they get the knowledge i mean everything that you say is just like wow it's uh, uh it's it's just simply wow for me yeah and and i just can i just add to that you know uh, i run a copywriting business and a lot of the time we're asked to write copy for a business uh, on their website, for example. And the amount of times we would ask for something like, can we see your vision, your mission and your values? Something that you think would be at the core of a business. They don't have it. So, you know, I have the pleasure of sitting down with a lot of businesses and coming up with this. But you are right, without that purpose, from a copywriter's perspective, we can't write you know valid copy let alone what is the purpose of the existence so everything you've said you know that kept playing on my mind from a business perspective because everyone needs a purpose every business needs a purpose yes and i think this is much more important than vision and mission i i would i would suggest especially for uh, small and medium companies to start with the purpose why, why do i want to exist? Yeah. because once you once you know that once you know that, it'll be easier to communicate this to your customers. Once they know it, they will follow you. So people don't follow you for what you do. They follow you for why you do it. Yes. Yes. Spot on. You know, now, whenever we're writing a vision and mission, the first question I'm going to ask is, what is your purpose? Yes. Because I think vision is where you want to go. Purpose is why you want to go there. Yes. Vision is... We want to go to uh, vision is Qatar is a destination for exactly because I've never been in Qatar, so I want to go to Qatar. That's a vision. But then I meet Ahmed. Ahmed say, "Why do you want to go to Qatar?" So you start with the why, actually. So what what you should do is you should say, "I I I want to discover the desert, or I want to discover an amazing country uh, for my holidays." Okay, and then you say, "Okay, is it Qatar? Is it Brazil? Is it Japan? Whatever it is." And the, rather than saying, okay, I want to go to Brazil, and then you and then you start thinking why you want to go to Brazil. So that's that's purpose comes first. So we we for example at the Catastars League, we, we shifted now we have made a, a huge shift in our organization. We've shifted away from vision and mission. So our vision was to become one of the top three leagues in Asia by 2020, and we achieved it. But when we achieved it, we figured that. Okay, so what? So it's not about getting there, but it's about understanding why we do what we do. Why do we have league? Our purpose is to deliver high quality, competitive 
football entertainment. So we want we want to entertain the spectators. That's our purpose. It's not about being the second best league in, in Asia. Who cares? So um, and th- and that's a huge shift because every single day, our team, everybody in our team, in one way or another, we are pushing a button. Every single day, we push the button. We push the button. We do the job that we have to do. We do our, the job that we are that we have in our job description every single day. But if we don't know why we do that, it gets boring. It gets frustrating. We need change. We are not convinced, but we have to do it. We don't know what our impact is. But if if somebody told you that this button that you press every single day, that you push every single day, every time you push that button, you save one life. Now, it, this becomes much more interesting. So you, you want to push even more of the button. You want to do extra hours to push to push the button longer and uh, more often. And you wake up in the morning knowing that you're going to save at least a thousand lives today. Now that's much more interesting than waking up in the morning not knowing why you do what you do, and that's and and, and that's a big shift. Correct. It's a uh, you know Ahmed. It's funny when you say uh, your vision, your organization vision initially uh, was to be the top three in Asia. Uh, my organization vision was to be the biggest lighting manufacturer in Australia to provide lighting everywhere. And then we we get there and we ask ourselves, so what? So we also went through the same changes three years ago. We reconstruct everything and we now have a purpose to empower our people, our customer and community so they can do a great job for their community. So what the changes that happened in my organization was not long ago, the sales team will sell a light fitting because they need to sell it. And then they get rejection by the hospital that they want to sell and they give up. Today, because we want to empower the hospital to do their best work, they didn't give up because we believe that our solution will save life. The surgeon will see better during surgery. And the people are become more in tune because they do not feel they go to work because they want to sell something. They understand that they need to do this because through this, we're creating a brighter future. And, and that shift happened in our business three years ago. And the impact on well-being, performance, engagement within our business are improved. And exactly how you describe it. It is just amazing. I think people have to take what you say here because it's just absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, we could stay on this topic for the full hour. But before we move on to the next one, I actually want to ask one more thing about purpose, Ahmed. The definition of purpose, do you think it's different in leadership versus just, you know, for a business or for yourself? Do you think it shifts the actual definition or it's exactly the same? It's exactly the same everywhere. It's why you do what you do, and you need to understand the purpose of it. So it's it it's 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 everywhere. Purpose is everywhere. It's it's the core of everything. And the more the more you understand it, and you remind yourself on it, the better you live as a company, as an individual, as a family, as a as a football team, um, as a, as a government. Um, that is extremely important for a government. Sometimes it loses purpose. You don't know what the, what direction it's taking. But yeah, in a crisis, purpose is very important. It's such a great topic, isn't it? We could go on for yeah. hours on this one. But I do want to move on to investing in our youth because I know our listeners want to hear about this as well. And, you know, currently you're the Executive Director of Competitions and Football Development, I had to write it down, at Qatar Stars League. So obviously you're working with incredibly talented football players so from your perspective, how do you think uh, or, or how important do you think it is that we actually invest in our youth when it comes to football itself before we move on to the business side? I think on and off the pitch is very important. So it's not only about the, the talents that are on the pitch. Of course, that's, that is the, 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 the bread and butter of professional football. You need to have talents. You need to identify them. You need to develop them so that they reach the elite level and the elite level gets better. But at the same time, you need to, again, go back 
identify ta- uh, young talent, um, develop them to the elite level. So it's it's a you know it's it's a circle. The, on the pitch, it's quite clear, but off the pitch, sometimes it's not that clear. So we, we forget about uh, um, you know getting back, looking at young talent, giving the chance, the opportunity to uh, young people who are hungry, eager to to create change. But again, we go back to the to the previous to the previous uh, topic. We have to remind them that. The, you know they have a they must understand their purpose when they come into the organization because otherwise they will not be they will not be eager to to create that change they will just come to push the button and that is that is extremely important so first of all we need to we need to be out there and and scout i like to do that a lot so i i, I go out there and i i look for talent i'm not worried about the talent on the pitch because they are top ta- top talent is going to get identified one way or another I'm worried about the, the talent off the pitch because I want that talent. I want that talent in my team. I want to work with people who are passionate. I want to work with people who are talented. But also, even more important than talent is the attitude. So the attitude comes from the purpose. If a person does not know his, 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 purpose, his or her purpose, then the attitude will not be at the level to, to be, to be a, a good team player and to create a better organization to develop him or herself to the extent that they become leaders in the organization. And that is extremely important. So it's it's a mix between talent, humility, and attitude. So all of the all of these three together creates potentially a, you know the, your your next leader. I'm I'm constantly looking for the person who's going to replace me. So um it's it, it's it's important to to get out there. To understand, to talk to people, and to see, okay, what what are the reactions? When when do you feel something? And and this is something also we have to develop in ourselves to understand, to to um, to identify the talent. And a good example in that is actually on on pitch scouting. You have some people they have what we call diamond eyes, so they can see a twelve year old, or a fifteen year old, or a twenty year old, and they can say. Where everyone else says this guy doesn't 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 play is not is not the talent, but they can see something in him. They can say, okay, no, no, this guy, this player is not normal. And and it turns out later on, when once once that player is has you know gone through the process of development training in in, in proper manners, to become to become a big player, it's exactly the same thing outside. So you, you need to you need to develop this diamond eye. You need to to see, you need to to learn how to see the talent. You need to see how you need to learn how to see the potential in people. Everybody has potential, but we just need to we just need to to understand what the potential is and to what extent the, this this person can can reach that uh, potential. Diamond eye. I'm writing that down. I haven't heard of that before. Would you say you have a diamond eye, Ahmed? <laughs> Yes, I'm, I'm, I, I hope that one day I will have, but uh, I, I'm learning. I'm learning. It's, it's not easy because you, ha- you need to understand people. You need to understand people and you need to understand the people in different contexts. So you, you need to have a special vision. That, that's why it's called Diamond Eye because it, it, has, to, it has to, <clears throat> you have to have a vision on a person that you don't know. So on, the, on pitch scouting, you need to have a vision on a player that, you you just watching five minutes or one match, uh, and not with the, not in the best conditions, um, at at an age that is you know not, not yet developed. So you need you, you need you need to develop a skill set to envision this person in ten years from now through a process that you also envision. And then the best people they can they can they can they understand what the circumstances what the conditions need to be for that person to excel and to become that person that leader in the future that big player in the future and i i believe if you want to have a diamond eye you need to be very very strong in your ability to look not only from your eye but through your heart as well because because at the age yes. of 14 15 uh you know there will be a lot of things that in the normal eye you will not believe that he or she will be able to make a great journey. You need to 
really look at it beyond uh, beyond the surface, and uh, and that's have to come from a very kind heart, in my opinion, um, to be able to genuinely search it. Wow, fantastic diamond eye! Yeah, never heard before. I've written it down. But but just to add on it, so so for example, and that's also an example in football. So the diamond eye, not every scout has a diamond eye. So not everybody has the the diamond eye. You you can you can develop your diamond eye. You can develop the the skill set of scouting the talent, but it, you need to understand also that you need to develop it. How do you, how do you do that? You need to learn. You need to learn about the market. You need to learn about the conditions. You need to learn about players. You need to go, you know, you, you need to get out there. You can't just stay in your office and say, oh, no, no, I, I, I know people. And I just, I just get it. I just see, I look at you and with your, with your looks, I, 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 I can say that you, you can become a great leader. It's not like that. You, you need to be close to people. You need to be a people's person. You need to, um, to understand how the world is changing. So you, you, you can't, you can't have a vision on a person 10 years from now if you don't have a vision of the world 10 years from now. Yes. An example yeah. in football, for example. You, you, you need to understand what the new trends are in football, how football is evolving, how football is changing, and what you think football is going to look like in 10 years. So if football is going to look like you know, faster and stronger, um, your, your, your diamond eye would require you to um, to understand the potential of that player in the context of the football in ten years, the new football that you that you envision. So that is that is extremely important. Yeah, that it is definitely important. Um, it's a very valid point. Uh, look, I want to switch it just to small and medium business because I want to you know just like we just spoke about football now. If we switch it to investing in youth in business, how can small and medium business owners? from your perspective, benefit from actually investing in youth? The benefit is huge because the the youth, uh, first of all, a vast majority of your clients most likely are going to be you know, the youth unless unless you do you do a product that is, is specifically created for, for, for elderly people. But to understand the changes in a better way, youth are going to help you. Um, also, if... And, and you should have a target to, to create some kind of economic and financial sustainability for your organization. In order to, in order to do that, you need to think very far from now. How do you do that? You need youth. So if you don't invest in youth, and, and a, lot of, a lot of organizations have a context where you know, it's, it's old school and you just know this organization is old school. Why? Because they don't invest in youth. So if you don't do that, your your development even even if you think you are developing your organization it's going at at the pace that is much slower than it 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 should be the world is 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 changing so fast if you don't bring in fresh blood into your organization eventually this is going to turn very bad for you. you you need to have a good balance you need to have a good balance you need to do it smartly you need to have a good strategy for that you need to have the right people it's not about having um, 60 year olds or 20 year olds it's it's about having the right people on the bus the wrong people off the bus and the right people in the wrong seat in in the right seat sorry yes and i think it come back to what you say earlier it's also come back to the purpose of the organization i mean if the organization for example want to be you know uh, uh, want to be growing in the technology space for example I mean, no one will believe a platform like TikTok will be used by business today where my son from three years ago already played with TikTok four, three, three, four, five years ago. I don't know how long ago. And I, every time I look at my son, is now late teenagers, but, you know, youth access technology earlier than many people in the organization. And suddenly this technology exists. And um, I think you you make a good context in there, um, you know, uh, to actually invest in the youth. Yeah, a, a good leader always have to, has to think of you know people who will replace him or her. So it's it, it's very important that you know they, they they invest in the youth. They believe in them. 
uh, it's always very controversial and uh, paradoxical that you know, we to, to get a job you need to have experience but how do how do you how do you start working without you know how do you start working you can't you can't create an experience so you have to believe you have to believe in in, in the youth you have to give the chance it's not just about making money it's about giving back to the society so a part of you and your organization should always be about giving back to the society and that, that is a responsibility that we all have so that's why it's important to get there to give to the least you can do is to to train young people train them and just leave them out there uh train them and you know in, in, through internships um and hire them give them a chance teach them let them fail that's okay but it's important for the society that we all help the youth to get there to create a better a better future better organizations a better economy a better country a better government all of this well it's how do we get there without giving the chance to the youth yeah it's so insightful i love when you say let them play if they fail it's okay yeah. you know like yeah, yeah. That, that that's lovely it's exactly like football you know the 17 year old at, at some point has to play okay let it, let him get into the match and we lose so what Five years from now, nobody will care about that match, about that goal, about that mistake. Nobody will care. But if you give them that chance, you, you need to put the player in the best conditions. If he does a mistake, you need to talk to him. You need to, you know, you, you need to um, motivate him so that, so that you know, you, you, don't, you don't just kill the player. Because this is also possible in, in, in business, where you have, you know, a, a young, talented uh employee but the first mistake just kills them and then says you know you know what i, I would just play it safe so this is also a, a, a response the responsibility for uh, of of the leaders to um to to mentor to mentor the youth to coach them to guide them again to let them fail to let them fail again to help them stand up sometimes not even help them to stand up because sometimes they need it's important it's part of the process for them to get to get back up uh, on their own to become stronger in the future but that all starts with believing that we can all we can have stronger organizations we can have stronger economies we can have stronger a better a better world how do we do that with youth so all of the things that we learned we try to transfer that to the to the i, I sound like a, i sound like an, an an old person but we would transfer that to the to to, to the youth Today they learn much faster than 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 we did back back in the years when we were when we were young. Um, yeah. but, but so this is an opportunity. So maybe we learned things that were wrong. So let's challenge that. Let's. Uh, I would like an eighteen-year-old to tell me, okay, this this is this is completely wrong. You shouldn't do that. Um, but if you don't give the chance for the youth, you know, you can't hope for a better world in the future. Yes, which will then impact your business in the first place, because your business locates in the world. Of course, your, your your business internally and externally, because within your organization you won't have the youth, the, um, the vibrant, dynamic uh, culture, but also externally. If if all of us don't give chance to the youth, at some point you won't have enough customers, and and and, and that is that is that is another way of losing. So you have to create the win-win situation for, for everyone. So for you, for your employees, for the for the clients, and um, and and you can't do that if you if you don't believe in a better future. And and certainly there is there is no better future without the youth. Yeah, and I and I laugh before Ahmed because it, we see it all the time where you know people are looking. Uh, for employees, you know, to join their company, but they're looking for someone fresh from uni with ten years experience. And you know, it, it's it doesn't make sense. You know, we need to give them a go. And you know, even Gus knows. You know, at Elite Words, I'm I'm very much about that. <clears throat> Sorry, I need some water. But it, it is about giving them, giving everyone a go. And then it plays on diversity of thought as well, Gus. We've spoken about that topic a lot, bringing fresh ideas to the table. And that's something that I wanted to ask you, Ahmed, about the traits that young people bring to business 
are there specific traits do you think they specifically bring to business being a young person it's it's not about the age it's about understanding correctly so the, the there are some advantages about this generation they they are you know through technology they they learn things that were not possible before um, they have a mindset that everything is possible they have a mindset of you know a complex um technology um based um you know norms that that we can we can we can see this is an opportunity for an, an organization um but of course it's it's not just about the age so you need to you need to get the right people again you need the diamond eye you need to understand what the what the potential is of 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 of, of those um potential um, you know employees uh, you need to understand how you can develop them and you, you need to you need to invest in, in the development you need to teach them um and, uh, and 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 i think i think this is the best way forward and i think in the uh, at the same time organization whether they are what the size small or big when they want to invest in the youth they need to be very open minded uh, for example i i spoke to my elder son one day uh, he was meant he he meant to work uh, by uh, by creating a, a a note or something in you know for his work and i keep looking at him uh, in and out of the house walking with the dogs and then i said hey dylan dylan my son and i said are you actually working because this is a work hours and he said yes dad i'm working but you are walking with the dogs i thought you need to do an a summary of a page or something and he said yes i did i do it when i'm walking because now i actually just talk on my phone through my earpiece it translate to a document and, I, and i'm just thinking how effective an organization can be if people can do that in the technology while they keeping their balance healthy walking talking uh, so that's come from a youth you know our traditional i now call myself traditional around that because I will never imagine that I'm typing something while walking with the dog at the park. Now this is required an adjustment in organization exactly what you say as well while opening our mind through the benefit what the youth bring to us through that. Yes, I I I, I agree with you. I believe in the concept of uh, adaptive leadership. So adaptive leadership uh, means that you 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 need to have this um you know this um balcony view you need to understand the changes you need to understand how the circumstances are and um factors you know the the world is is changing so fast today so fast and it will even change faster in the future if you don't have those young people who understand it who understand the new the new, you know the new norms the new um the new mindsets of of the, of the people at some point that that speed would will overtake you so bad and it will be it will be disaster for you so um again you, you need to anticipate all of this you need to anticipate the changes um and you need you, you just need to acknowledge that um you know every generation goes through different circumstances and that makes us who we are and how we think so the way they went through the, the new generations the the younger generation the way they went through their circumstances um is is giving can give you opportunities for your organization to understand your clients better to reach out to your clients better to create better products to challenge to challenge the status quo and to become a better organization to be, to create better better products to generate more revenue to and to and ultimately to create a bigger impact. Absolutely brilliant. And look, I mean I'm curious to know do you think from your perspective young people do they need mentors? Everybody needs a mentor. Everybody needs a mentor. So it doesn't matter if you're 99 years old, if you're 1 year old, we all need mentors. And and, and that is that is it starts with the mindset to first of all to um, to develop yourself. because unfortunately there are people that just don't want to or just don't want to invest in developing themselves so they can be stubborn um in you know not, not being open minded um to to listen to the others it starts from being humble to un- 
to 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 acknowledge that other people might know better than than you or might give you a perspective or went through the experience that um, you know you can gain time they went through an experience they have 20 years more than you in, of, of experience that you, you can benefit from so they can tell you don't take this world because i took this world and i failed if you want to fail take this world but I advise you that you should take this and this and this one. And this is so important because, you know, you have ups and downs. And if you're eager to go to, to climb the ladder, uh, then, then, then definitely you need, you need probably more than just one mentor. Um, but then you need also to choose your mentors wisely. You need to identify yourself with, with your mentor. It has to be somebody that you look up to. It has to be somebody that uh, you think, you know, you, you, you want to be like this person. So, um, it's it's not it's not just uh, you know finding finding a mentor uh, on the on the phone book although phone books don't exist anymore <laughs> but you know it's 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 about it's about selecting the person that identifies who you want to become in the future. Which come back again to the purpose. Which comes back to the purpose doesn't it doesn't mean that you have you need to have uh, the same purpose. It doesn't it doesn't. You know, you connect sometimes with people. There's, there, you know, there's a team spirit. We say it in, in football. Sometimes you find a team with a, with an average quality, but they just win. And, and you ask yourself why? There's some kind of spirit. It's not the spirit. They're all aligned in one way or another with a common purpose. They might not know it, but you know, they, they might do it for the country, for the coach, for whatever, whatever, whatever purpose it is. But they are all aligned on it. So when it comes to your mentor, it, it cannot be com- conflicting, but it, it's more about the experience, the skill set, and what you, where, where you, where you, it's, it's more about where you want to go rather than why you do it. And, and Ahmed, for any business owners listening right now, are there any extra elements you think they need to be aware of or consider when they're hiring young people? Perhaps they don't have a young workforce and now they've decided after listening to this, they go, that's it, I'm going to hire or they're going to change their mindset, give someone an internship. We're hoping they do that. But if there's some, is there anything extra that they need to take into account or think about when bringing on young people? Yeah. Yes. They need to look for, for attitude, talent, and uh, um, you know, hum, humble, humble uh, people. Um, and it's, it's not easy to find people who have these three elements these three skill sets um and then and then just try you know it's there's nothing wrong with 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 trying and failing uh, until until you get it right and i i also believe that uh, whether you are young whether you are old uh, everyone wake up in the morning with a good intent now the the uh, the reality whether they actually can execute their intent that's different mm-hmm. we as an organization as an older person compared to the youth need to actually bring that good intent to a reality for them which turn impacting the world in the better way and I, and i think that's yes. that's important yes it's 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 important it's important that everybody understands the impact internally and externally so what impact does each individual bring in what what added value do they bring and can they bring in the future and 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 that ultimately will, will get you to the to the impact of the organization externally and i'm just looking at at time so i've got one more question that i'm going to squeeze in that i really want to ask you because these days we find that you know young people they're quite open and they love changing jobs which is great for them because i love you know hearing that they've got that courage to do that but it may not necessarily be so good for business so how, is there anything that you can or any tips you can give businesses for keeping young people engaged and motivated to actually stay on? You need to keep them hungry. I think there's nothing wrong with um, with the turnover of uh, employees. And again, a good example of that is, um, is football. And um, somebody once asked Sir Alex Ferguson what, what he does to keep the team motivated to win year after year. There was a there was a period in time where Manchester United was winning everything. I don't remember this period of time because I was way back. <laughs> but but um, he said you you need you need to bring in fresh blood. So every season, okay, you won everything. You need to question everybody. 
you need to bring in fresh blood so that the, the you know some some players will be threatened some players will not play and you need to sell some players and you you need to make everybody understand that you know there's pressure it's not about you, you're great you know that's it it's not that it's about it's about constantly year after year doing even better and better and better and you can only do that if you have a turnover of of of, of players so i believe that even for for organizations as long as they have a system in place to bring in young people, invest in them, make them or give them the chance to develop, make them grow in the organization. So as long as they grow within the organization, it's it's fine. Once the, once you see that they're leaving your organization, there might be something wrong also with your organization that you know at, at some point they, they can't grow anymore. So they would have to go somewhere else. And I encourage every anybody who 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 thinks that you know I I, I reached I reached uh, um, you know, the highest level possible at my organization. I can't reach higher, not in terms of position, but in terms of learning, in terms of development, go somewhere else. That's totally fine. So, so what organizations need to do, making sure that there's always more that they can learn. There's always more than they can do. You do that and, 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 the, young, and the young employees will stay. Well, I, I love of course, most of the most of the time, because sometimes sometimes you can, you can't you can't afford for top talent to stay longer. They get other offers. They want to do something different. But generally, it's not a bad thing to have a turnover of employees. Yeah, I love this statement because suddenly it just come through my mind while you're talking. Uh, the world and the nature itself uh, focus on re uh, You know, uh, the generation. Uh, there is a reason why people getting old and then pass away and then the baby born because if we are having the same people from 500 years ago then we still using horses today yes right exactly so, so exactly. i guess the nature and the world and the, the 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 real life that we have everyone have to move on and the young one coming in the inexperience become the experience that's where technology So I think that's just fantastic to to hear what you say. Uh, I really learn a lot uh, just from what you say. You know, if 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 the same football player playing, then uh, even if they keep winning, then the game will not improve. Even if the game, yeah, if they winning at at some point they can't they can't keep winning because other teams they will learn about you. So so that's why you you, you must you you have to change. There's no other way. Yeah. Look, I mean, people are love. Our listeners are loving your answers because we're getting lots of thumbs up um, on this end, and we're short. We're pretty much out of time, Gus. So I'm going to have to hand it over to you to wrap up the show. Thank you, and Ahmed. Thank you so much again for donating your insight and your leadership um, from Qatar. To our office in Australia, uh, when we hear you bringing the topic about purpose and youth, Natalie and I chat before and said, "What a deep topic that we will bring!" And you know what? If this is can going for five hours, I will be able to stay here for five hours. This is some of the things that uh, come through me through the the past one hour. If you want to create a better future for the world then you need to inspire by creating better leaders for the future by investing in the youth. And the one thing that we can do to invest in the youth and to, to create better future is to really focus on the purpose. Everyone have a purpose, bringing the purpose out, guiding people to understand how to find their purpose will create the better future because we need to understand why we do what we do. And once we understand why we do what we do, people will understand why we're doing what we do and then we have a better future. And the reality is youth, like what you say, the reality is whether we like it or not, youth is the future because we can't live forever. So youth will go up. And if we're not investing in them now, then the problem is we will be failing because the future will be uh, non-developed. So our responsibility is to create that. 
I like what you say. The world and the generation are changing rapidly. Yet our purpose remain. So the world can be, you know, 50 years ago, uh, if we just look medical, for example, we might not have the same medical technology like today. But the purpose to save life remain. And because of that, we keep inventing new ways of creating better future. So, Ahmed, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for the insights. I think uh, both Natalie and I even have to relook our purpose uh, because I think it's key. And uh, we love uh, your insight. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank It was you. a pleasure and honor. Thank you, Ahmed. Thank, Thank you, you everyone for tuning in. For more information on Leader Talk and for some great resources to help your business grow, check out brainiac.com.au. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Leader Talk. 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 Leader Talk.